Garage fam, it we Garage Guys, welcome to the Garage Guys race preview show presented by Hooters. Right now, if you get over to Hooters, use promo code Garage Guys, you can not only save money on to go orders, but dine in orders as well. Dine in Dale, tell them who sent you. Yeah, I mean, Chase Elliott sent me on Monday to the buy 10, get 10 free. I hope everybody utilized that deal because of Chase Elliott's win last weekend at Atlanta. But if Dine and Dale, a.k.a. me, sends you, you can save $10 on any Dine and order, $40 or more, just by telling your waitress about promo code GARAGEGUYS, valid at HOA locations, and the offer is redeemable for food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. Tell them Dine and Dale sent you to save $10 on your $40 order when you go to Hooters. Hooters yep. is the official sexy chicken wing partner of Garage Guys. And uh, Captain Carryout has your next one. It is very true. Yeah. Or if you're like me and you're on, you know, you're on the go all the time, you just get to go and you use promo code Garage Guys. You're going to save $10 on any order, $30 or more. And it's valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. Um, I had carryout orders. Uh, all the time here in the RV, you know, not only am I feed myself, I have to feed small Jeff Gordon and Jarrett Jr., which, by the way, Jarrett Jr. has been eating a ton of Hooters lately. And just and look how ripped he's getting. OK, you only get that with Hooters right there. All right. I got some beads, dude. He's been, he's ready to go hit Mardi Gras, you know, even though it's like going to be a long time away. Jarrett Jr. is ready. So he's gotten some true quality care from Hooters, I guess you could say. Right. That's it. He started eating Hooters. It turned him into Tim Richmond almost. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, it's like welcome. a Noah Gragson doll. No, Noah, Noah Gragson doll, kind of. If there was a doll that was Noah Gragson, it definitely would come unzipped at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Just with a mullet instead of a helmet. It would have to. I want to know what it would take to get Noah to grow a mustache. I have. That's one thing we haven't really seen him do yet. I feel like he's done it before, maybe a couple years ago. Maybe he's had to. I feel like he's done everything. Probably give him some thickening. He needs a little bit of thickening for his hair, you know, something like that. No, I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the same boat too. Well, I mean, my mustache can get real thick, but the rest is just patchy, you know. If you didn't have the mullet, you'd have like a V for Vendetta thing going on, like all the way. You ever seen that movie, V for Vendetta? I haven't. I have, I know what it is though, but no, I haven't seen it. You got the little triangle. Yeah, you got the little triangle right there. Oh, yeah, the, the soul patch. That's it. Is that what that's called? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Dale Tanhart, soul patch guy. There yeah, it that's, is. that's it. That's the new thing. That's got to be it. <laughs> all the way. So you... We're going soul patch, <laughs> shaved head, and that's it. We'll get you a bandana. You'd be like, prison Mike. Here we go. Oh, right yeah. here. Yes. Purple bandana. It looks white on the screen, but it's actually like a lavender. There we go. Yeah, his was like super purple, like way yeah. more purple. You it's okay. It's a, it is a start, and I, I can I can live with that. I can work with that. We love it. So obviously, we're not in the same area. I'm uh, I'm I love St. Louis so much that I'm on my way back there. I'm going to do Formula Drift this weekend. I'm excited. I get to watch cars slide. Uh, Dale is holding it down in the heart of America. Had a great Dale Center today. Uh, that you ended up wearing the uh, Merry Christmas with Harry Gant tie. Uh, yeah, that, that was. You know, I, I, I wanted to go with the classic NASCAR tie. I'll have to put that for next week. But the people, you know, I try to be a man of the people. And the people wanted 
Harry Gant Christmas. So that's what we went with. And it looked good. It looked super good. So happy, happy I got to wear it. I think it, it brings excellent juju energy, electricity to the bets this weekend. And I'm due for a comeback after a not so great last weekend uh, between all three NASCAR National Series, and especially Cup. So we're due for a good one. And got some good bets on Dale Center. Got some good bets here on this preview show coming up in whenever the fuck we want to tell you. Yeah, exactly, which will be pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, I will say this much. Uh, I can't wait to see your full card. Um, and if you haven't watched Dale Center yet, go watch Dale Center. Uh, it's live. Literally, you can watch it as it's happening. You can be a part of the conversation. If you haven't done it yet, go do that. Uh, you can find it everywhere that Dale is on the Internet and also Garage Guys YouTube, where we encourage you to go and watch it because we want you to subscribe. Because we're not going to lie to you. We're not going to give you no propaganda. Go subscribe to that shit. We need money. Thanks. Um, so, anyway, going into it, yeah. I hope Quite we blunt. Have... Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be, you know. Be blunt. Get... We're, men, we're men of the people. We're honest men. Um, so, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I hope we have some bets aligned this week. And to ensure the extra energy, I'm probably going to come out of retirement uh, and go buy a can of Skull just because and just get a fat dip and enjoy a race on Sunday. Uh, but let, let's, uh, let's dive into it. So you got to talk about some of your bets today. I'll kick it off. Um, I logged uh, two bets so far on action network. Uh, you can find those in all of our links on social as well. You can go subscribe to our picks and get notifications. So that way you're always in the know when we make bets. However, there are some bets that cannot be logged on action network, which is why you watch this show. Cause this is where we talk about the majority of those bets. So I'm going to talk about some of the action network bets, some that you won't see on action network that'll all be here and I'll kick it off with, uh, with the first one. I went ahead and put half a unit on Eric Amarola, the bacon boy himself, to win this race after he won it last year. And we screamed and cried and kicked ourselves while we were in the middle of a full blown redneck, uh, shanty town party in Michigan. Uh, uh, no, otherwise known as faster horses. Hell of a time. If, if you are in college, don't care where you are regionally, you gotta go. It is. I wish I knew about this and I hate country music. But I wish I'd known about this event when I was in college because it's fucking insane. That's all I'll say about it. It was yeah. fun. But if yeah, if you're 30, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, you like if you're me. 25, dude. I just when I I just at 25, I could almost keep up. Like almost. And it was just, it was so much. It was just so much. Uh I still felt like I, I was getting and that's just how it is. I was getting outrun by these kids. You know, there's just they got more in the tank. But watching that race sucked because Christopher Bell was like my top play, both races, Xfinity and Cup. We he won the Xfinity race. And then the race got shortened due to darkness. Like with like 30 to go, they were just like, it's getting too dark, 10 laps to go. They just cut 20 laps off. And Bell was running him down. And that sucked. That sucked a lot. But what you got Almarola? Would you would you put on him one more time? So we got Almarola at plus twenty five hundred. We got half a unit. It's the only unit count that I'm telling you about here. You can check the rest of them on action. But I went and put half a unit on it. I said, you know what? It's it's Bacon Boys last year. I have not bet on him once at all this season on anything whatsoever. I feel like I have to just do it. I'll pay my tribute 
to bet on Eric Amarola this weekend. It's a huge roll of the dice. Chances of him winning, realistically, um, 50-50. Let's be realistic. It's a coin flip. Um, If SHR, uh, it's probably lower than a coin flip, but let's, you know, hey. Um, So we were going to lie. You're right. You're right. Let's not lie. Look, I really do feel like if all these things line up correctly, if SHR really plays on the narrative that I'm looking at, which is where this is one of the tracks that he has been really decent at. Okay. This, uh, this is his last year racing. I feel like they could just put a lot of heat behind him this weekend to try to propel him to victory. And it would be cool to see him get a two peat. Plus he could prove to people that Christopher Bell wasn't actually running him down he was actually just driving and uh, that he didn't win that because of the moon that he won it because he's Eric Amarola and he's, he likes lobster. And that's the main reason that I'm betting on this one. And I know a lot of people aren't, and a lot of people don't care, uh, but I'm going to do it regardless. So half. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Cause he really did nothing here when he was with Richard Petty motorsports. And then when he joined Stuart Haas in 2018, he has four starts here three top tens, two top fives, worst finish is 11th. So the guy has figured something out. Stuart Haas has been good here, even with Kevin Harvick. Tony Stewart was pretty good here even before that. Uh, Cole Custer's two starts, like his best average track as well. Uh, the only piece to the puzzle is missing on Stuart Haas running well here as a full organization is Chase Briscoe. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Al Marola is going to be a popular play. I've seen a good bit of chatter in the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Discord, which you should join. Click the description below and you'll see a link. Excellent community, thriving, profitable, a lot of fun. But a lot of free. chatter about Almarola opened. Yes, free. I missed the most important part. Yeah. But Almarola opened at 30 to 1, I think, on DraftKings, maybe on Barcel too. And it's 25 to 1. Still worth the shot for the guy, the defending winner of this race. He's been really good at flat tracks this year as well, especially on the qualifying side. So I don't hate the pick. And you look at all the data and look at what Stuart Haas has done. I feel like a Stuart Haas driver could be poised to win on Sunday. But I'm going to go in a different direction and talk about the guy that ran second to him last year and is a New Hampshire god, and that is Christopher Bell. This is a, the number one play I gave on Dale Center, and that is Christopher Bell over William Byron at minus 110 via DraftKings Sportsbook. This line to me is crazy. Uh, because Byron is also minus 110. Christopher Bell has seven starts at New Hampshire between the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, and the Truck Series. Seven starts, six top two finishes, and four wins. That is incredible. Uh, the one outlier was a P28 when he was racing for uh, Levine Family Racing, the number 95 car, which was a shitbox at times, you know, to, just to put it bluntly without uh, – or just lack of a better term – that was the only time he finished outside the top two in seven NASCAR National Series starts at New Hampshire. Talked about it. He finished second last year. He's been pretty good at flat tracks this year. I think we've expected him to be better than he has, but this is just a great track for him, a big confidence boost, I think, uh, for a guy that is right on the edge of the playoff bubble. The playoff narrative, I think, has a big impact in these final, what, we got four or five races left until the playoffs when we get to Daytona. So I think C. Bell is primed to have a great run. I'll go ahead and throw plus 1,800 to win via DraftKings. I'll probably be on it 
I think he is plus 500 or plus 400 for top three, probably be on that. And then plus 220 for a top five on DraftKings. But the big play here, I think it could be worth three units is Bell over Byron. Other side, you look at William Byron has really struggled here. There's a reason why he's running the Xfinity race on Saturday, and that's to get extra track time at a place where he has really struggled at since joining the Cup Series. Four starts, never finished inside the top 10. And Hendrick Motorsports in general has not been great here over the years. So uh, William Byron is on the opposite side of the spectrum compared to Christopher Bell. And it has just had a dreadful stretch going back to like Darlington, where he could have should have won that race, but got moved by Joey. It's been an awful stretch for William Byron ever since he won at Martinsville. So considering that on the momentum side, I know Bell didn't have a great run at Atlanta, lost the tire. You know, they everybody talked about the fucking Bubba Wallace pit crew change. They were right, I guess. Um, but I, I really think unless Bell has a catastrophic error on pit road, which I don't think will happen, I think Bell beats Byron handily this weekend. So lock that in as a top play for me in the weekend. You know, um, I just want to say this one thing. I'm wearing a number 20 Joe Gibbs racing shirt right now. Not wearing it. Because of Christopher Bell, though, wearing it because uh, NASA found uh, more galaxies and there's a lot of space to be explored. Um, so built be for the careful future. You, I would be careful when thinking about that. You could drive yourself fucking crazy, even though it is unbelievable. It's I'm really ready cool. to go. I'm ready to go. I've already changed my profile picture on Twitter. Instead of the normal purple universe, it is now galaxies where my head is. So now we're out of, you know, our galaxy. We're out there into multiple other billions of planets. Yes. Love that. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, So, yeah, I, you know, it's hard. You always know it's hard for me to bet on Christopher Bell on any given Sunday. Um, I'm just not a person that likes to bet on Christopher Bell. I've been pain ridden by Christopher Bell multiple times in my life. Um, so even when he wins and I would lose everything, I would still be happy that I did not bet on Christopher Bell. You know, it's crazy before you get to your next pick. I just want to say this. I've got my log open of like a driver breakdown. Uh, I always talk about it on a Dale center. I go over like specific, like how much money each driver has made me. Or, at, or in the opposite direction, which is on that side. Christopher Bell, I have bet on more than any driver in any NASCAR series. I, I like 18 bets. And I am plus 4.53 units when betting on Christopher Bell. So that's good. That's pretty good. Holy uh, qualifying shit. bet. Oh, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think I hit him on a qualifying bet um, at Kansas or, or one of those intermediates. I've had several matchups, top fives hit. So, yeah, Christopher Bell has been decently profitable for me in 2022, and hopefully we keep that going. And it's pretty crazy. dollars is pretty good, man. It's just crazy. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's good, you know, but 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 could be better, right? Right. Um, it's just Not crazy 70 to look trillion. at all the bets. Exactly. It's crazy to look at all the bets that I've put on him, and we're positive when betting on C-Bell. So think about yeah. that. And we it's hadn't nuts. even got to his best track yet until this weekend. You're right. All right, so we'll we'll leave that out in the open. I don't want to fuck up too much here, Juju, but just wanted y'all to know where I stand. Um, so I'm going to move into my other outright that I have. This one right here is the guy that I probably, in the rest of the Garage Fam Discord, you yourself have bet on and probably still has 
did not make us enough money to justify the win that he did get. But I am ready to go ahead and say I'm not done betting on this man, even though a lot of people seem to have already forgotten him very quickly after his first win. And that's Tyler Reddick plus 2,200 over on Barstool Sportsbook. Why am I picking this man to win? Number one, he just had a win. This first win in the Cubs series, the win that everyone's been waiting on. Number two, huge news drop this week, and this is probably the reason why people don't even want to mess with it. He is literally going to be signing with a team in 2024, came out a year and a half ahead of time to let everyone know. Like RCR put out the saddest message of all time. They're just like, it's just t- the timing couldn't have been any worse. Like literally said that in there. Um, that's, yeah, yeah. The child. <laughs> And he's older than me. <laughs> yeah. Wife is a fashion designer. That's my boy. We were talking about China on Dale Center. I was talking about we need a good nickname for this guy. But like the baby face just doesn't help. You know, it just doesn't help the vibe. Man is hung need up a good on nickname. Chris Bell. We're talking about Tyler Reddick and he's he's got Chris Bell. By the way, I think go. I think Reddick will be driving for them in 2023. Just my two cents. I've seen this happen before, but continue. Uh, sneaky plays. Um, maybe he'll be in the 20, uh, or the 19, who knows? Uh, so anyway, what I'm looking for with Reddick is the fact that, yeah, a just had a win B got good news circulating out there. This man is not going to get lazy. He wants to keep showing what he's got and that he's good. Uh, I, I go back to Phoenix. And I think about Phoenix a little bit and I think about some of these other tracks that he's done. He, it's been a mixed bag. But I feel like when you get a win, your confidence level is definitely spiked. We know that he's got a car that can do what it needs to do. Uh, We've seen it week in and week out. And I just feel like why not Red Dog? I feel like the odds are really long on this guy. And he's another young, young guy, another young gun, I guess you could say. That's just ready to shake things up. We and, And he honestly, I think he had a top 10 here. Uh, last year, I know that he ran and started uh, up into the top tens and he kind of held on tight. Maybe I think he finished 12th. He probably finished right outside of the top 10. But I mean, he I'll was running with the you. big dogs for the, for the majority of the time. I don't want to mess up the internet connection too much. By the way, I'm, I'm, we were on hotspot, but I was looking he at it while 13. I was eating. 13. So yeah, 12th, right around there. But he did start inside the top 10. He was running around. Who knows? Pit crew issues, what, what it could have been. But I feel like a lot of things have tightened up over there now, and they're just going to want to keep performing. So I'm with it. I'm with the, the Red Dog. I'm riding with Red Dog plus 2,200. I de- you know, I actually mentioned that on Dale Center. I didn't elaborate much, but I do think he's pr- – well, he's being slept on, I think. I'm not sure if I'm going to play him, but looking at his odds, everybody's going to forget about Tyler Reddick this weekend, I think. And maybe we'll see something in practice or qualifying that tells the the uh, the vast majority of people otherwise. But it's an interesting price for sure with a guy that uh, not after last week, but the week before had a good bit of momentum getting his first win. It's one of those guys that I always thought I I said I say this about Chase Briscoe too, and I guess I guess it hasn't necessarily happened. But once they get that first win, they're going to start clicking. They're just going to start clicking them. And really, I think Chastain has been one that has proven to have the most potential to do that. But, yeah, I think plus everybody's going to sleep on Reddick. He's plus 1,000. So, I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I mentioned Chastain, man. I think – I mean, all you got to look at is the fact that he's good everywhere. He has speed at every single racetrack. My issue this weekend 
Uh, this is a track that can get physical. You just wonder if, if Denny gets around him, is he just going to punt him just out of being like, I'm fucking sick of this. I got to send a message right now to this guy. That could happen. So uh, we'll, we'll wait and see on Chastain, even Tyler Reddick on my end. But I'm going to shift over to uh, Team Penske and talk about Joey Logano, who has been the flat track king uh, in 2022 and even dating back a few years. So you look at Logano. Won the clash, was very fast at Richmond, got a top 10 at Phoenix, uh, came to Gateway, won that race, had the best car of the weekend, and had a great duel with Kyle Busch and beat him. Me and you both had him at Gateway, which was awesome. Joey's been very profitable for me in 2022. I got my eye on Logano for a top five at plus 130. I think it's crazy, absolutely crazy that he is plus money for a top five. When you look at how good he's been at these flatter racetracks in 2022 and dating back to 2019, uh, looking at New Hampshire, Phoenix, and Gateway, he's got eight top tens in his last nine and six top fives in that span. So the consistency at this style of racetrack, and then you combine that with what we've seen in the Gen 7, Next Gen Joe, has been remarkable. Throw in Martinsville, too. Finished second at Martinsville. Now, I know there's some debate on there's all everybody can differ on what they want to use for track data, but I'm looking at Phoenix, I'm looking at Richmond, I'm looking at Gateway, and maybe a little bit of Martinsville as well. So you look at all those tracks, Joey has performed well at every single one of them. I know you're going to look at Richmond and say, oh, we finished 17th or whatever. Well, he had a top five run going and they had a jack break on a one of the late race pit stops, ruined his day there. But he had the speed. He's shown the speed over the last three to four years. And these, this style of racetrack, two New Hampshire wins to his name as well. Give me fucking Logano. I mean, plus 700 to win. I'll probably be on that. I think he's going to qualify super well. We have the potential to see those odds diminish into something more expensive. But right now, the top five at plus 130 is a hammer time bet for me. And that is via Barcel Sportsbook all day. Next Gen Joe, baby. That's it. I, love it. I think that if anybody would disagree that that is a, a bad bet probably does not watch racing or has not watched any racing this season. Uh, that is an incredible bet right there. And even if the odds diminish for him to win after good runs, I mean, we we've still been able to profit on him this season. I, I'm pretty sure every win that Logano has had, we have bet on him. Um, I'm pretty no, certain of that. Darlington. We didn't, neither one of us had him. Ah, uh, you're right. Yep. We all, yep. That was the day that we lost four ones. The day you but cried outside of a Popeye's Joey has been a four one K savior on those, just from those other two wins. And maybe yeah. I've had him for a couple of matchups throughout the year group bet. He's been great. He's been excellent. So has yeah, he ever I won this race? Yes. Twice. Okay. Now one of them, one of them was rained out in 2009, I think. And it was his first career win. And uh, the, mm. you're in your shirt right there in the number 20. And then he came back here and won, I think, in 20 – I don't have stats pulled up. 2014, I think he won. But he's running top five here just consistently over the years. So this he's a good, threat. Good food threat, for thought. For sure. I'm only betting on Joey at racetracks he's never won are new tracks to the series for the rest of the season. That's, that's when I'll bet to win on Joseph. 
It's a decent are, point. That's all he's done this year. Exactly. Um, so we do like that. Next bet, I'm going to move out of the outright zone. I'm going to go into something that I haven't done in a while, which is group betting. Over on Barcel Sportsbook, if you go look at Group E right now, you'll see four drivers. One of those drivers is going to win, and his name is Austin Dillon. The odds are plus 280, and that's for him to finish ahead of Brad Keselowski, Chris Busher, and Eric Jones. This is far beyond impossible. The value is there. And yeah, Eric, you know, we, we look at it, it, you know, Austin Dillon and we think, okay, what really has he done? Well, Martinsville is a track that we want to compare this one to, right? That was some pretty excellent shit he did at Martinsville. When you look at some of the other data that he has here, I think he's been around what the, the top 15 area most of the time at this track, if that's correct, maybe, maybe um, not. Yeah. I think he has a couple top tens, one or two top tens. And uh, I think Martinsville isn't the most accurate source of data to use, but I think it can be used for sure. And he was really good at Martinsville. Had pit top crew fast. Yeah, and they have had a pretty good pit crew this year. I think Richmond is something that can be used. I think he had a top ten at Richmond as well, like eighth or ninth. So yeah, not a bad play for a guy that at tracks he's not typically good at. He's been better at this year. It's just the flatter tracks. Plus, he has a television show. They need good content for the television show. What yeah, they be need better? a win for the show. Yeah. Win the Group E bet. That's all you got to do. Plus 280. Uh, I love that bet. I'm hammering all the way home. Again, that's on Barstool Sportsbook. Group E, take Austin Dillon, ride him with me. That's that bet. So, for my next one, I'm going to lean – oh, and we, there's some line movement, actually, from mm. – earlier i wanted to talk about him more on dale center but i just just didn't get around to it somehow i i i can't believe i didn't talk about this guy much but uh now we have the opportunity to say something about him and that's kevin harvick and i'll go ahead and say it my one concern and this is a concern with c bell it seems like everybody has their retirement fund on c bell excuse me c bell and kevin harvick especially for the for like a top 10 bet Harvick opened at a lucrative line considering how good he's been at New Hampshire he was even money on like Caesars or Barstool but I'm looking at Harvick let's see for a top 5 on Barstool sportsbook 221 man that line has moved I don't know I feel like I'm changing my mind right now top 10 is like minus 120 now I think like it started no. at minus 105 it it's like minus 160 to minus 200 on most. Books so it's just now. continuously moving. People, yes. people are hammering it. People are hammering it because mm. uh, Greg, Greg's talked about it. You know, Greg has a big following and everybody's right. betting it. Greg um, Mathern. Yes, it is Mathern. hundred yeah. percent. We figured that out. By we the way, did. if you listen to the pot and I, I mean, I knew <laughs> it from the beginning, but you're a big was, name studier. Yeah. It was a source of conversation. Um, I, I got to do something with Kevin Harvick. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but when you look at his results here, it is he has been phenomenal at New Hampshire. And it seems like as he's kind of fallen off quite a bit from his 2020 season, um, these shorter tracks and like Bristol, uh, New Hampshire, Richmond, he's been he's still been really good at it and has contended for wins as we saw Bristol fall of last year arguably had the best car in Richmond earlier this year, finished second to Denny Hamlin, but you couldn't pass. So that hurt that one. And then you look at New Hampshire, 
Uh, last 10 New Hampshire races, seven top fives, four top threes, and two wins. So, and then you look at adding more, you look at what Stuart Haas has done. Last year, Kevin Harvick led a lot of laps, finished sixth. Eric Almirola's teammate wins the race. Cole Custer, another SHR guy's best average finish at any track has got to be here with a minimum of two starts. So I think Stuart Haas is going to come to play. I like Kevin Harvick. 1500 to win, I think is worth it. 1400 is a line I just saw that moved from, I think it was 1800 earlier when he was aligned with, with uh, C Bell. But I got to do something on Harvick, maybe plus 575 for a top three. I just think something on Harvick is, is absolutely worth it. I, I really think he could break through. Um, and, and part of it, just forget the statistics. Something just feels like Harvick's going to win. It just feels that way for me. And I, I've, I'm usually not as much of a gut guy like you are, or maybe like a, a lot of other people are. A lot of people in the Discord are all about the gut feeling. Kevin Harvick, I'm just not sure. It just is a weird feeling. You got to bet, bet something on Harvick. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what. Bet something. You know, I'll say this. As the gut boy himself, I'm not feeling anything whatsoever attached to Kevin Harvick this week. I know that everybody out there is, and I think that the majority of it has to do with, you know, there's a lot of stat guys out there. It's not a bad thing to be a stat guy. Most of the time, those are the guys that win at the end of the day. Not everybody, you know, can, can take the sacrifice of being a gut boy. So the reason I think a lot of people are, are heavy on it is just because of the past statistics and because he has it win, and people feel like he just deserves that, like he needs that, like that just has to happen. Well, in my brain and, and the way that I see things is it, no, it doesn't have to happen. Sometimes people get old and sometimes, you know, the car doesn't run as good as it should, or, or a driver has trouble adapting to the vehicle. We've seen glimpses of hope for Kevin. Don't get me wrong. We, I mean, I did not think he was going to run as good as he did at, uh, at Phoenix. I, I had money on him at Phoenix uh, and he did way better than I expected. Um, I was looking at Coda. Remember, he was having a really good run and something happened. He screwed it all up or the team screwed it up, his pit crew. There, there have been the glimpses. Sonoma, sorry, not Coda. And he still, he still finished fourth, I think, in that race. Yeah. But, that's the, but here's, and here's a reason why I like Kevin, because tracks, like his best statistical tracks, he has still been good at over the past six to eight months. Sonoma is by far his best road course. He had a car that could have won at Sonoma if his pit crew didn't screw him on that last stop. Phoenix is by far his best statistical track. You, you said it. He ran top 10. I think he finished sixth. Richmond, another good statistical track for Kevin, finished second. Um, and you look at Gateway, was running 12th, 13th, and blew a tire with a few laps to go. But it's just something about – I just think these tracks bode confidence for Kevin in a car that has been tougher for him to adapt to. And in 2021, already wasn't a great year, obviously. He didn't even win a single race after winning nine the year before. But this year, he's had chances. Like you said, there have been glimpses. And most of those glimpses have been at tracks where Kevin historically performs well at. And we are coming up to one this weekend. So, What are the, the top five? What's the top five odds on him? Around plus 200. I, I may do the I may do the top five because you're absolutely right about that. Looking at that this year, yeah, we have the ones that he has just killed and won in the past. He's been around there. He's been around that area. That's been his it, best tracks this year. Yeah, 
So yeah, maybe that's not a bad thing. Top three, I feel like could be a little, little shaky, but I, you know, I don't want to curse any, anybody's juju. I'm just saying that that's where I'm at with it personally. And you know, the, the top five, I don't think would be a bad bet, especially when you have to look at that statistic of what we've seen out of him this year with the tracks he's good at. So I just, I think he will have speed. I think he will have speed. It's just a matter of every other element that everyone wants to see K Harv win a race again. Let's be real. I feel like there's yeah, a lot of no people doubt, out no there doubt. that want to see that. We and could I talk about Kevin for, for hours, I feel like. So, Kevin! Yeah. Kevin um, won me so much money in 2020. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. So, um, I, I guess we'll do this. I'll go ahead and move on to my last bet so that you can as well, and we'll wrap it up here. Uh, my last bet that I'm going to give on the show is going to be one where I'm going to go ahead and use Jeff Tell Mobile to call it in because that's how I feel. What's up, fuckface? Uh, I'd like to go ahead and, uh, and and put some money down. I'll, I'll just let you know how much money I want to put down. I'll wire it to you uh, because the unit counts on Action Network. Actually, just go look at that because I don't have time to tell you. I'm going to go ahead and bet on Ricky Stenhouse, top 10 at plus I eight. I guessed it before you said it. I guessed I it before you put it out there. Oh, Dale guessed it. He also said, fuck you. Yeah. yeah he'll talk you to tell you him that. All right. Bye. All right, it's locked in. It's locked in right now. It's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. for a top 10. And I got that over on FanDuel plus 850. He's still there. And look, say what you want. This may not be a good track for Ricky for a top 10. Motherfuckers had five top 10s and one top five, a second place finish this season. The playoffs are coming up. At some point, we got a rally. Things have got to get better. This is a season where we could see Ricky go to the playoffs. And you know what? I said earlier in the year that he would make the playoffs, and I can't be a liar. So he's got to get points to do that. I'm going in. I think that the odds are really long on this one, and I love it. And he's also driving the minute rice car. So 47 minutes is all it's going to take for him to get to the top 10 and stay there. And that's what we're rolling with. I use Jeff to call Vegas. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I like the 47-minute thing. Um, I'll, I'll do poll picks. I, I promised everyone on Dale Center I would talk poll picks here. Um, and we actually – like, I don't – all right, my confidence scale on the poll picks, probably a 6.5 out of 10 because I think I've yeah. done, like, five poll picks cards or six. I hit my first two, and then I've lost all of them. And I think twice one of my guys qualified second. So, has believe. been – has been tough on the poll picks, but I can't give up on them. They, they, there's potential for profitability. I'm going with four guys for the poll. And if, if one of these guys gets it, you'll get, you'll manage a, a decent, solid profit. I like Denny Hamlin, a guy that's qualified super well this year. Great track for him also, additionally. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Austin Sendrick, a, a kid that has qualified really well this year. One poll, multiple top five starts has made the final group, it seems like, every other race and has qualified well at a variety of different racetracks. So love Austin Cindric to go with Denny Hamlin. Uh, Christopher Bell, three poles in 2022 at three different racetracks. Love him as well. They have been dialed in on qualifying, and I can't think of a, a better track for Bell to get the pole and qualify up in the top three than Loudon, New Hampshire, which is 
his best track ever. So give me C Bell at plus 1200. Cindric is plus 2000. Denny is plus 800. And my final guy talked about him earlier. I think he's going to race super well. And I think he's going to qualify super well. And that is Joseph L. Logano. Next gen Joe has been a great qualifier in 2022. He's been, uh, I will say he's been more sporadic than his Penske teammates, but when they have had speed, they've had some fucking speed. And I really think uh, him and Paul Wolf, think about Paul Wolf. One thing I didn't say earlier, Paul Wolf is Joey's crew chief. Think about the guy that coached Brad K to all those New Hampshire wins in the two car, or most of them, Paul Wolf. So Paul Wolf knows, knows how to get around here just as well as Joey Logano, just as well as Brad K does. So uh, give me Joey Logano, I think also plus 800 for the poll. So you got two guys that are plus 800, one guy that's plus 1,200, and one guy that's plus 2,000. That's Hamlin, Logano, Bell, Sindrick. Two Gibbs guys, two Penske guys. I'm riding them. I don't know my unit count just yet. I'll wait on that. But uh, I feel good. Like I said, confidence level, 6.5 on those picks. It's time to rebound, and poll picks is a good way to start the rebound after – uh, getting wrecked in Atlanta for the cup race last last weekend. So No rebound for me, hoping for layups. Just hoping for continued layups this week. Um, and, uh, and that's what we're going to go for. I do hope you rebound as well, because uh, it's always good to alley-oop with you. Uh, so let's do that. And uh, Paul Wolf loves lobster, uh, apparently. So Definitely good gonna food have to get for some, Gonna have to get some lobster if we hit, if we hit bets. Oh, big I don't bag. know where I'm going to get it at, but because I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest lobster guy, but I uh, love I will lobster. Be. It's a giant crawfish. Be. Yeah, it's just like eight thousand dollars, like a pound. It's so it's so overpriced. It's ridiculous. What if we got a pet lobster and then we ate it? No, let's not eat it. If we got a pet lobster, let's just have it. Let's just get a big tank and just let them swim around, like just at Walmart. Okay. Yeah. Every time in New Hampshire, if we win, we put a new lobster in the tank. And hopefully they don't kill each other. Yeah. I mean, if anything bad happens, I mean, we could always just sell it to a really nice restaurant. Yeah. Or we could just eat it. We could just start a farm. We could raise lobsters. If one of them kills the other one, then we can just, all right, let's just cook it. He just got Do they do that? Are they cannibals? I don't know. Well, I didn't say they'd eat each other. I just said maybe they'll they'll kill each other with their claws and stuff. Sure. It's like Japanese fish fighting. Well, remember, if you ever went to Walmart as a kid or or, a walmart Did, didn't walmart have lobster tanks am i am i thinking of some red lobster okay wait red lobster for sure when you would that's walk a restaurant yeah. yes yeah, yeah. not Why a walmart I think, wait i think <laughs> someone answers i think walmart did though i don't know if walmart ever sold lobster i, no, I mean I the walmart in my town didn't sell lobster. Like, fuck why don't i think walmart had okay red lobster for sure did you walk in and you uh those. yeah and they have a. Uh, they'd have their claws taped up so they couldn't, you know. Yeah. Mr. Krabs fuck people up. Why did I think Walmart? I got the SpongeBob song in my brain now. Yeah, we were actually just watching SpongeBob before we started recording this. But I think uh yeah if we if we get winners if we get winners in New Hampshire, let's let's start a lobster tank. Start a lobster tank. 100%. I'm with it. I'm with. I already know Unless one get, guy. I'm gonna ride with you as an outright, like in my brain. And I'm just gonna wait to watch him in qualifying. And if the odds are worse or better, I don't care. I'm gonna take him anyway. I think you know who that fair. guy is too. 
he oh, drives yeah. the yellow. Right. He drives the yellow car. That's all I'll say. He's a four hundred one k savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. All right, I'm locked in, dude. I'm ready to go. I'm going to the casino. All right, that's the show. We'll see y'all later. I'm gonna I'm gonna skateboard up to the front seat. Enjoy the Formula Drift. That'll be. Cool. I will skirt skirt. It's the garage guys. 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 It's it's the garage guy.